Hey there, welcome to The First Glance with Jody Vance. I am Jody Vance, and this is the series where we try and go Cole's Notes version on emerging companies, companies that have uh, no end of opportunity for some investors who really want to get in on that ground floor, want to find that nugget, that, that something special that they can invest, that you could maybe invest that hard-earned money that you've scraped together. You don't have a lot of it, but you want to get to know the people behind the scenes, get to know the product, obviously, and then maybe put some cash behind it and see if you can't make a little money on the market. So I'm the novice here asking the questions of the experts. And certainly we have an expert on six wave innovations. The CEO, John Gluckman is with us. Hi, John. Hi, Jody. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks I'm, for everybody who watched. I'm so glad you're here. Unfortunately, um, I stole all your Christmas decorations. <laughs> well, that's just fine. I'm sorry. I don't have a better background for everybody today. Well, Tis the holiday season, but you are traveling and we've tracked you down and we're very glad to have you on board. So I will uh, keep you for a very busy uh, few minutes if you don't mind, because I'm looking at Six Wave Innovations. Uh, stock symbol for those who are wondering is SIXW. Um, and you're located out of Halifax, Canada, but you have sort of a footprint that takes you across the country because yours is as is in the title, a very innovative company. What is Sixth Wave? Uh, well, you're right on the first part. Uh, just recently, uh, back in February of this year, we actually completed an RTO and listed uh, as a Canadian company on the Canadian Stock Exchange. And uh, with that, we've uh, been starting to move our assets out of the United States. We've been a U.S. company since 2013. And uh, we have two other facilities, one in Salt Lake City, Utah, that uh, mostly handles our mining work. And then all of our uh, human health and uh, kind of health and wellness products are developed out of our Baltimore, uh, Baltimore, Maryland facility. I can hear the drawl in your accent as a Canadian. I'll be <laughs> dropping the A's and you can be dropping the Ha's and we'll get to know each other like that. Um, I'm going to sort of start at the end and then move back to how, as you said, the company has been around for a while, but only recently become uh, a, an outlet here in Canada. Yeah. Well, let's jump right to your COVID-19 masks. Yeah. So, you know, uh, COVID's been a problem uh, for everybody. And, you know, one of the biggest issues is availability of testing. And so, you know, our, our technology core is building at the molecular level. We build polymers that can uh, sequester, grab and hold, or detect molecules down at, the, at their smallest levels at the molecular level. We do that with a technology called molecular imprinting. So what does that mean for, for somebody who doesn't know? <laughs> um, think about taking a piece of clay. I know you're a culinary expert, and I'm, I can't exactly uh, push it to culinary, but think about pottery maybe for a minute. Yeah, I Take a that. soft piece of clay and push your thumb into it. And when you pull your thumb out, <clears throat> you'll see that you've made a replica of your thumb. And so that imprint has the size of your thumb and the, the shape of your thumb, and it, it might have your fingerprint. And those become unique identifiers. So if we think of your thumb as a molecule, we can extend that to almost any molecules in the world. So we've done this for explosive molecules. We've done it for, um, for uh, metals in solution. And we build our polymers around the molecule of interest and then before we're done finishing making them, 
we pop that molecule out to leave the hole. And so the polymer itself holes in it throughout it that are exactly the size and shape of the molecule we want to gather. And then we do some other good engineering in the plastic to make sure that the plastic wants to attract those molecules. So what we get is a very fast response. We get a very specific response. So that hole helps to you know, eliminate all the rest of the molecules that might be in the, in the solution that we're looking for or in the air. So we're only grabbing what we want. And then we can embed into the polymer detection technology. So we can create color changes or we can create electrical changes on the polymer that are correspond when the polymer gets exposed to the molecule we're looking for. And so back in 2016, we figured out, you know what, we could do this for viruses. Viruses are molecules. Uh, they're just very large molecules uh, in relative speak, and they do have a discernible shape. And so looking at COVID, we all know what COVID looks like now, right? It's a, a sphere and it's got those little spike proteins all around it. So when you think about it, we're going to push that into the clay, pull it out, and now we'll have a hole that is a different size and shape from any other virus and any other molecule. And then we can build our detection technology, whether it's linked up with an RFID tag or a QCR code or even just a simple color response. We can build that into the polymer. And then we can integrate that same piece of polymer into lots of different products. So we could use point of care products like a replacement for the ELISA tests, or we could do masks and breathalyzers and other things which could be part of the personal use. And we could do this at a very low cost. And a couple of other really nice things about it is this isn't based in immunoassay technology. So we don't need to grow and harvest antibodies out of animals in order to create the materials used to make our polymer. And that's what you see in all of these lateral flow tests or the current versions of the, uh, the ELISA tests that are done in, in the laboratories. All of those you have to have antibodies for. Yeah. And that poses both production limitations as well as uh, supply chain limitations because these things need to be stored and handled very, very carefully. Well, once we create our, our mask, if you will, for the virus, we don't need the virus anymore at all. And we don't care whether the internal genetics of the virus change as we've seen mutations of COVID because right. we're not looking at the genetic shifts in it. We're just looking that the size and shape hasn't changed. That molecule that we've all come to know with the crowns all around, the spikes on. Okay, so, exactly. whoa, John, like listening to this is mind boggling. I feel like I'm stepping into like the future in, in such a massive way with this technology. And we should reiterate sixth wave innovations. Uh, S-I-X-W is the stock symbol. Uh, John Gluckman is our guest, uh, our, the CEO of sixth wave. Um, when you're saying that the color change or that it, it that it, um, it is it into a, a chip or a, a code of some sort, the, the identifying piece, are you, pardon my novice, but that's what First Glance is all about. Are you saying that Absolutely. we might be seeing technology that has a mask that when COVID-19 or a virus like COVID-19 is detected that the mask would actually change color? Oh, it could. 
I'm not saying that that would be the best implementation, right? I mean, right, but nobody wants to put a mask on and go into public and have it start turning. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Uh, but, but I'd really want to know before I left my house. <laughs> yes. And, and there are some advantages to that, right? So let's say you could do that. You could put a mask on and wear it for a little while, and then you could take it off and look at it. I think the easiest ways for us to do this might not be to create a big color change, but what if inside the mask there was a little uh, QCR code, you know, those little dot codes? Yeah. Or on the outside of the mask, let's say even. Well, one of the things that we can do is we can limit um, the sensor to fill in new dots. So on a QCR code, the color change could actually just change the QCR code. Oh, and so look at, right? So yeah. now nobody knows whether your QCR has changed or not by looking at it from the outside, but you can scan that anytime with your telephone and it can link to simple software that just says positive or negative. Right. Okay, can I can I flip this on its on its ear a little bit? Because let's take it off COVID nineteen because it's easy to get locked into the pandemic as we are right now. But this technology, I mean, the thumbprint could be any thumb, could be so many things. This could yeah. be like the breathalyzer, or I mean, certainly cannabis use. Um, the law enforcement are trying to find a way to ensure that people aren't, you know, having that ultra high THC level while operating, I don't know, a motor vehicle? Uh, what yeah, have absolutely. You? Yeah. So, you know, for us, the only difference is um, what medium are we going to try and collect the sample out of? Mm -hmm. So for the COVID test, we have opportunities with this same technology to grab out of liquid or grab out of air, right? Which, you know, thinking about your breath has always got liquid in it, right? You're always exhaling some uh, some fluid, and that's yeah. what helps suspend the virus. But you're absolutely right. You know, we could create a test that looked for cannabinoids, and we can incorporate that into something like a little blood prick, you know, because that's really where you're going to get access to it. It's not right. so much in the breath. So it would be difficult to generate a sample from there. But we could certainly do it in a format that would be no more complicated than a blood sugar test. And we thought about actually doing for a number of different things. Uh, one, of the, one of the big issues that we've uh, started to address, at least looking at from a, um, uh, from a scientific standpoint, is traumatic brain injury. So concussions, you know, this is a huge problem, not just in, in many different sports. People usually associate it with U.S. football, but soccer has much higher incidence of, uh, and, and hockey yeah. of, of um of these things and of course all the way down to the youth levels well the nice thing is that the body makes immediate blood markers for traumatic brain injury but really? there's no test that's available for that that could be put onto the you know onto the sidelines and be used and we could do exactly the same thing with a little pinprick what and yeah oh yeah 17 year sportscaster you're talking to right here i'm not sure if you're familiar with that john you just blew my mind that could revolutionize sport at every level. Why, why aren't more people talking about your company? Oh, this is a good question. Um, you know, we just went public, uh, which was really an RTO of a company that used to be in, or in uranium exploration. And, you know, we have a mining product. We've taken the same technology for purification and collection of, uh, of gold and silver and gold and silver mining. Um, and so, you know, our natural transition onto the CSE 
was in the resource space. Right. And we're getting very good traction in that realm. Uh, what people I think are having trouble understanding is that the core technology that we're working in has a lot of applications. And so we struggle sometimes in dealing with investors to tell them, hey, wait a second, you know, this isn't like a resource play where you're investing on the potential to find gold in this, you know, in this space of land. And we have a diversity of products. So we have the mining product and we have a cannabis purification product. It's just launching in the next, well, right at the turn of the year. And then we have the COVID thing. Well, for us, it's all based on the same platform, the same core technologies that we've developed and patented. It's just that the molecules are different. And I think people are just starting to get the kind of exposure that you're giving us to help us tell the story that, well, yes, these are different verticals, but it's also important for a company to have diversity, to not be locked into one market for forever. And for us, we've developed over the course of the last seven years, we've developed all the core processes in the technical team to be able to roll out products in lots of different areas. We've chosen these because they have really high uh, draw for the customer. So our mining product can save the miner about 100 to $150 per ounce of gold. Wow. The COVID allows us to generate millions of tests without having all of the supply chain issues that we've had and do it for dollars, not tens of dollars and hundreds of dollars. This makes it accessible for home testing, for testing before going into sports arenas or getting on an airplane. Travel, or, yes. Yeah, or travel or yeah. any of the leisure activities, really. That yeah, I want to go to a rock concert so bad, John. I want to go see some live music so bad. I, wanna, oh, well, I might even hit the mosh pit. And so do I. And, you know, I've yeah. been fortunate enough to live in the Halifax bubble. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I certainly know that the rest of the world hasn't been operating with those freedoms and with those, uh, you know, kind of low numbers of COVID exposure. Yeah. So, but nonetheless, you know, all of our entertainment is shut down as well in large part. And I want to get back to those things. So, you know, think about putting on a mask when you get out of your car, by the time you walk to give your ticket, You've had, you know, 15 times a minute is how many times the average person breathes. Right. So you've got 15 times per minute to collect samples. So you've got plenty of time to get a detection, right. even if you're low level infected. But one of the things that I want to point out here that, that really, sorry to interrupt you, John, but one of the things I really want to point out here is um, how incredible this technology is. And if somebody's listening and going, show me some proof. Uh, proof certainly further showcased in the University of Alberta's Lee Keshing Institute of Virology. I mean, that's not insignificant. Yeah, no, that's that's wonderful. We're so happy to have uh, the ability to be working uh, with them and, and with the folks in the chemistry department because that's really given us the opportunity to accelerate using the actual COVID virus while not having to incur all the costs for, for developing uh, you know, secure facilities and clean facilities to do that. Once we've created the masks, as I said earlier though, we will need that for very long and we'll be able to go uh, toward production. So the relationship is very good for us, not in being able to accelerate, but also in bringing uh, legitimacy and helping us as we move forward with uh, Health Canada and the US FDA and other uh, other officials to uh, get this certified. 
Now, Joan, uh, we're just about out of time here, but I want to get this in. Uh, six Wave Innovation, Six Wave Innovations, S-I-X-W is the stock symbol. Um, so if people want to look it up, if they want to find you online, if they want to, if they're thinking, you know what? Yeah, for me, this, this seems like a no brainer where I want to put a little bit of, of some of the hard earned money that I've scraped together. How would they go about maybe contacting you, finding out more if they have a question that might've come up in this discussion? How, how do they find you? Lovely. Go to the sixthwave.com website and in there you can submit questions to us. Uh, I try and respond to the ones that are really for me as quickly as possible. Um, if there are investor questions, that'll get to both me and to, uh, to Mark McDonald, Peter Manuel, and the finance department, able to answer any of those questions. We are in the middle of a, a private placement, so if people want to take advantage of that, uh, please get in touch with us. Uh, you know, while we obviously like large investors, uh, we have a whole cadre of small investors as well, and uh, we'd be happy to try and find a way to accommodate you in that, and, and we'll talk about the terms with you uh, offline. Yeah. Sixthwave.com? Sixthwave, S-I-X-T-H-W-A-V-E.com, sixthwave.com. And please sign up for the newsletter. At the very least, if you found this interesting, you'll, you'll continue to get uh, our news releases. Uh, links to uh, different videos that we've done already. There's some really great uh, Sixth Wave University, we're calling them, videos that uh, try and give very simple explanations of the technologies that we're working with and, and nice. how we've applied them. Well, I am fascinated. So I ask you, John, um, when you, you know, have decorated your background a little bit better, now that you know <laughs> how this goes, uh, circle back with us and give us updates, would you? Absolutely. Look forward to talking to you again soon, actually. What a pleasure. Thanks for doing this. Thank you, too.